This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. It is six questions in nine minutes because creatives have a short attention span. So let's get to it. In a few sentences, tell me who you are and what you do. Hi, Olga. My name is Nick. Uh, I'm a video producer and I produce contextual content for social media platforms. Handy these days. <laughs> it can be. It can be. <laughs> so tell us, what is the best thing about being in business? Um, I think for me, uh, as a creative, I kind of, I go a bit kind of uh, cabin fevery. So I have to, I have to be creating stuff every single day. Otherwise, I just go mad. Um, so it's nice to work in an arena where I can get to do that, whether it be kind of script writing or screen direction or lighting um, or project management. It, I, there's always something different, a different aspect about my job that I'm doing something creative. If I wasn't doing something creative, I think I'd put a gun in my mouth. <laughs> I was going to say I love that, but I'm not sure I'd love you putting a gun in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, go, I'd go absolutely stir crazy. I think if I wasn't doing... What, if I if I wasn't doing what I do, I I, I just I, I don't think I could do another job. I I, I love what I do. Um, so. You know, I can really relate to that. I spent ten years working as an accountant for corporations, and I loved and I still love solving money puzzles, but it wasn't fulfilling for me. Partly because I realized after I got out of it that I am a creative person, and yeah. I needed an outlet. And now I'm able to combine the two. So I can, I'm so happy you found a way to have an outlet. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's been, I mean, I've, I've been doing it for God, how long now? Must be, must be over 21 years now, I guess. Um, I've been producing video content and I've seen it kind of change um, a lot in that time in terms of, you know, the way we produce it. And, and I mean, in the old days, you, you produce kind of one, a client would come to you and you produce one, um, video one large format video and it'd be very costly um, but now there's so much more involved in that in terms of like how you make it contextual and how you portion that content up and make it go further um, and the distribution as well it's just it's a completely different um, model but the, the storytelling aspect of it is still the same that doesn't change much yeah so I hear from other creatives that they avoid money matters like the plague tell me yep. your thoughts on that um, I'm actually weirdly, uh, for a creative one, actually quite money orientated, which sounds a bit kind of at odds. Um, I, th I think maybe the problem a lot of creatives have is that, um, the very act of creativity is so massively divorced from, um, the business side of things in business. You obviously create systems and processes and it's very mechanical, um, yeah. but creativity is, a uh, is that right and left brain thing? Creativity just kind of, I don't know, it, sometimes it comes from you don't know where. And, and sometimes I think as well, there's a, a tendency for creatives to, because they ignore the money side of it, they think that, you know, the business side of it is kind of um, evil and you, and you stay away from that side of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the starving artist metaphor, um, that, that they don't think about that aspect of it creatively like ways to creatively, you know, find new avenues or, or new revenue streams of, of making money. Um, and I think if they did, it would be more, more fun for them. Absolutely. You know, it's 
definitely refreshing from talking to people on this podcast to meet creatives mm. that are making friends with money in their businesses. I have a feeling it definitely was one of the reasons why you have been able to do what you're so passionate about for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I guess it's kind of part and parcel. I mean, you know, sometimes you, you can get kind of constrained in terms of, um, you know, you'd be going on that sort of treadmill thing of like you're doing client work and, and you're doing the kind of stuff that they want you to do. And it's very kind of machine driven and it kind of sucks a little bit the creativity out of what you do. But I try and mix that up. I try and do as much um, of my own creative stuff as I can as well. Um, and uh, obviously the, the kind of content that I put out on LinkedIn helps because it allows me to be, um, it allows me to deliver value-driven content, but it allows me to be creative pretty much every single day. I try and do, I try and do one, uh, once a year, I try and do a passion project, something that's mm. deeply personal for me, a, a big project that's deeply personal for me, because I think a lot of creatives kind of get wrapped up, like I said, into that sort of, they, they, they got into what they get into because they love the creative side of it. And then they start working for um, corporations and businesses and they find that, their their way of doing things their structured way of doing things becomes very treadmill like yeah um i used to work a lot for um and, and still do occasionally do work for uh, pharma companies um and they're obviously very um very corporate <laughs> in terms yeah. of like you, you can't get any more corporate um so i in order to stop me going completely insane <laughs> i have to do i have to do something that's um that's deeply personal for me and, and i a lot of the time I can't invest uh, my time and energy into a project if I'm not, if there's not something there on a kind of personal level that I can kind of get from it, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, we did, um, uh, a couple of years ago, we did a, as a passion project, we produced a, a, a video for um, a Tesla. They had a, a project Love Day competition, um, which Elon Musk um, put out, I think, yeah, it was a couple, couple of years ago. Um, and the video that we produced with that, we, we poured our heart and soul into it, basically. Um, but the, that video got, ended up getting retweeted by um, Elon Musk. Nice. Um, so as a PR piece for us, it was, uh, it was amazing. Um, but we did that. We didn't do it for the aim of, oh, let's create something because we know it's going to, from a marketing and PR aspect, we know it's going to blow up. I mean, we knew, right. obviously. We knew we, we, we picked something that was quite zeitgeisty at the time we knew it was you know in the public um sort of channel of you know people's awareness and stuff so it wasn't you know it wasn't completely let's just pluck something out of the blue um but um yeah that that ended up getting retweeted by elon musk um, and then i think a month later um uh somebody a producer at um rocket music uh, elton john's label saw the video nice um, and got in contact with us um we ended up i think it was about two two weeks after that we were flying out to poland um for two days to film with uh, elton uh, for a new tech product that he was launching so my my point is that i think if creatives um if they do what they're you know what they were born to do and, and do something that's deeply personal and deeply passionate just doing good work can can bring you those kind of leads i love that that's really fantastic. Yeah, so what other successful creatives like yourself should be on my podcast? Um, I think, um, 
I think from my from from the kind of uh, work that I've been doing and, and putting out on LinkedIn, I've connected with a few other people um, on there that do sort of similar stuff to me. Um, and I would probably say uh, Jack Haysford uh, is probably worth um, approaching. He's a really nice guy, produces um, a lot of amazing content. Some of his stuff's hilarious as well. Um, he's well worth checking out. Um, and who else as well? Probably um, the the Norton brothers. I don't know if you know. No. Maybe they are Dan uh, Dan Norton. Um, they're, they're, uh, they produce a lot of good uh, video content as well. They do. They work in a similar kind of space um, to me, um, but they're they're hilarious. They'd be a, <laughs> they'd be a laugh. Yeah, they'd be a laugh right on your <laughs> on your podcast. I think awesome. they're, they're well worth well worth speaking to. Thank you for the suggestions. No problem. So, what is the one piece of wisdom or advice that other creatives should know? Um, I think what probably what I just said. Um, so, um, doing finding finding projects that you're intensely passionate um, and and care about, um, because if you don't, it's a it's a kind of cliche uh, Steve Jobs quote. But if you don't if you don't care about it, if you don't love it, you won't produce your best work. You have yeah. to love what you're doing, and, and you will produce your best work. And naturally, as a consequence of that, if you're producing your best work people will notice that work if you're putting out sort of substandard rubbish you know it's, it's not it's not good for you um, yeah and people just aren't gonna they're not gonna recognize the work for what it is but if you pour your heart and soul into it they will so that's my one piece of advice would be that just just do stuff that you're intensely passionate about and you'll produce your best work and, and from that you'll you'll get more work Simple. yeah it's really interesting that uh, that is your uh, piece of wisdom because I think one thing that people are really great at, whether we realize it or not, is sniffing out when people aren't really in it, when yeah. people aren't really passionate or they're kind of half-assing something. Yeah. So um, that's really great advice. Thank you. Yeah, I can't. Um, I, I'm a. Was it the? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a kind of all or nothing kind of guy. I can't. I can't do something. And just be like, nah, I've got, I've got, I've got, it's like, it's a, I don't know if it's, is this an English thing or a US thing? It's balls to the wall, basically. I'm like, right. I've, just got, I've, got, I've got to go for it. Otherwise, I'm, yeah, there's, there's no point. So. Absolutely. I am the same way. I'm either full in or full out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the, the only way to be, I think. So now, the most important question of the podcast, Kakaya Vasha Lubima Muzika, or in English, What's your favorite music? Uh, well, my, my favorite genre of music or just my, my favorite artist or? It could be either or. Uh, okay. Um, well, I, I grew up, um, well, when I was a teenager, I used to listen to a lot of, uh, a lot of punk and a lot of uh, hip hop, which probably says a lot about me as a teenager. <laughs> I was a very, very angry young man. So uh, um, hip hop was a good, uh, good channel for that. I used to listen to a lot of uh, gangster rap when I was, uh, when I was younger. Um, but I love um, I love jazz. Um, I love I was a huge uh, huge well still am a huge Prince fan, but it's a shame he's passed away now, so I'm going to get to see him live. Um, huge Beastie Boys fan. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, my, my musical taste is quite quite eclectic, but I like kind of jazz and, and funk and and yeah, that, that's that that kind of genre, I suppose. Awesome. Thank you, Nick, for being on. No What's your website so people can find you? 
Uh, it's www.viral.media. That's V-I-R-E-A-L, because it's always a, a, a tricky one. <laughs> and I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. Cool. This is Olga Kirschenbaum with nine minutes of Creative Wisdom Podcast, where creatives share their wisdom. Make sure to check out my blog at bragstorichesconsulting.com to get money insights you haven't heard before.